0: in the late 20 teens two brothers realized the one way to solve the world's unsung problems sell their dad's minivan buy a microphone and smoke a lot of weed it's hypocrisy At you live from the bunker of
1: bomb rips, the drive-through of high do, the think tank of thick dank. I'm Ryan. I'm John. And this is hypocrisy. How's it going, Ryan?
0: It's going going pretty good, John Aban. Um, I was just uh, yeah, just looking forward to solving all the world's problems tonight. You know.
1: I think so. Let's uh, let's get creative and uh, get ready to solve some problems. How's that sound? Sounds great. Let's do it.
0: christmas
1: so uh i think long time listeners will be uh, maybe saddened to know that we have had to retire uh the problemtron 2000
0: oh uh, yeah the problematic 98 is no longer with us um it did try it actually tried to cause thermonuclear war when i played against it um luckily the the nuclear powers of the world recognized it was just a computer attempting to bomb them um I'm pretty sure it was starting as India, and it played as Gandhi. So they were a little they're a little skeptical of the whole charade. Um,
1: and that's the thing, isn't it? Because like any time the computer plays as Gandhi, he's weirdly aggressive. So like that that's an obvious red flag. So I'm I'm glad that you know the world leaders were able to um to to you know pick up on that using their their knowledge of the of the prestigious uh, Civilization series. <laughs> yep exactly
0: so yeah uh we've decided to go a little bit more low-tech a little bit more uh homegrown american uh with this one and uh we're gonna get our problems the same way all of you get your problems from the newspaper
1: yeah i think uh, i signed us up for a couple subscriptions um and it's a it's a pretty small town so i think they're all being delivered by the one local paper boy he's he's bucky
0: yeah Heinously unlucky though. You know, they they actually call him unlucky bucky, which (laughs) works really well, but like makes very it it really makes light of the constant hazards that he faces every single day as a paperboy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you've got those open manholes and like rowdy dogs and you know, people let their lawnmowers just sort of like drive into the street. It's a tough life as a paperboy.
0: Exactly. But you know, he tries. He tries really hard. Holy... Oh man, oh, God. he always throws it through
1: the window. Boy, howdy. Thanks, Bucky. No points for that one, Bucky. Get it on the doormat next time.
0: Golly. Oh wow, he's actually, uh, hmm. he's uh, gone over to our neighbor's creepy, creepy old mansion. Uh, they're not a subscriber to the, <laughs> to the local newspaper uh, and Bucky doesn't take kindly to that. Uh, he prefers the monopoly in this town.
1: No, he's he's just using those newspapers as sort of, like, tiny paper missiles to, you know, bombard their house. Just shattering their windows and knocking over all of their, you know, decorative gargoyle statues. Jeez, he's gone full, full aggro. He's, He's climbed the fence. He's pulling out spray paint.
0: Oh my god. That is literally the most obscene thing I've seen drawn with spray paint. And he did it in seconds.
1: I'm starting to think there's a reason people might not like Bucky.
0: I guess I don't know. He's just so chipper.
1: Yeah, and you know we all go through hard points at you know that that time in our life. Yeah. Yeah. So so what what uh, problems has has Bucky delivered for us? Yeah,
0: let's see. Uh, let me uh, flip through the old classifieds. Get to the news. Oh my goodness.
1: Wait, sorry. Was that the news or the nudes? Because I I know that Bucky does actually take those uh, out of of every issue and, and keep them for himself.
0: Yeah, no. There's never been nudes, even though we subscribed to at least eight of those.
1: Yeah, no. He's he's a real horn dog. But anyway, you, as you were saying.
0: Yeah. So uh, apparently, people have been finding large amounts of hedgehogs in Ocean Beach, California, San Diego. <laughs> That's the country it's in. Um, the, uh, but they keep finding them in trash cans, like lots of them.
1: Okay. Uh, question. Is this one occurrence of a lot of hedgehogs in a single trash can? Or is this like a a repeat thing with just one or two hedgehogs across a large number of trash cans?
0: It's like, oh, like a swarm in one trash can
1: okay um
0: like a lot of them
1: uh, and so what's the problem here like are, are people uncomfortable with knowing that they might receive free hedgehogs unbeknownst to them
0: well i mean i believe this is a a sign of a much deeper problem here in ocean beach california san diego
1: as it should be because as our listeners know we we don't you know we only go to the root of the issue, right? We only solve big systemic issues.
0: Yeah, we, we're not the kind of pe- person who just keeps trying to chop off the heads of the Hydra. Mm-mm. We take a torch to that motherfucker.
1: Yeah. You gotta pull the Hydra up by its Hydra roots.
0: And in this case, it's hedgehog roots. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, clearly there's an infestation. As everybody knows, hedgehogs outnumber human beings at least a 1,000 to 1 on this planet. And especially in the hives in which they become highly concentrated they can get aggressive now they're lucky they found all of these in their larval stage you know when they tend to burrow up in trash wait to be taken to a dump where they can mingle with all the methane and all various other horrible chemicals that drip all over them cause them to bud make more hedgehogs there and eventually you'll have a spillover where the landfill explodes and a bunch of hedgehogs come swarming out no one wants that they're fully grown by that point highly aggressive oh.
1: i mean each one's about the size of like a like a small school bus right
0: i mean by the time they come out of those landfills they are you got room out first you gotta find one while they're still in the trash can you know
1: so, so like i mean so this doesn't sound like a problem though then this sounds like uh san diego california is doing an excellent job of, of tracking these guys down very early in the stage before they get uh, a municipal rampaging hedgehog problem
0: I mean, true, yes, this seems like they're facing the problem, but it's one that everyone needs to be aware of. Now, you know, you are you aware of the concept of
1: positive and negative
0: externalities?
1: Uh, is that like when you've got both Santa and a murderer, and they're both on your doorstep? And you, like, really want to open the door, but you don't know if you're going to get a present or murdered?
0: Oh, no, they're not both this in, in the same thing. Okay. There's, there's positive externalities and negative externalities right okay yeah so positive externalities say a town has fucking i don't know harvest festivals all the time and everyone from all the nearby towns gets to go to those you know that it's that town's harvest festival but the fact that they have a harvest festival makes things better for other people negative externalities or when you don't got your shit together, and it becomes everyone else's shit.
1: I see. So, given the option between being sort of, like, folksy, rural, and, and charming, uh, San Diego has instead decided to be a, a hive, a breeding ground for, you know, 20-foot-tall, rampaging uh, spike mammals. I
0: mean, so so what I mean here is, sure, Ocean Beach, I mean, yes— San Diego as a whole is failing at this problem. Ocean Beach, California is totally, totally on its game. But the problem for Ocean Beach, California is I'm not seeing similar stories coming out of Escondido, California, San Diego or San Marcos, California, San Diego or Carlsbad, California, San Diego.
1: I see. So the issue here is that like this is an unwinnable situation for uh, Ocean Beach, California, San Diego. Uh, I think I got that wrong earlier. I, I apologize to the good people of California, San Diego. But there's nothing they can do. Like, yeah. they, they, sure, they can clean up these, like, 15, 20, 100 hedgehogs that they find in trash cans. But they're, they're just going to keep on coming. Exactly.
0: Um, and basically, they're just waiting for a hive event from one of these other communities. And that shit spills over it could wipe out all of California, San Diego. And then all you're going to have left is Wyoming, San Diego.
1: And that's nowhere near as good as, as we all know. Uh, so what's the solution? Like, are they are they going to have to wall themselves off from the rest of California? Are they going to have to uh, sort, of, sort of like set up a, a defensive perimeter with like a clean room? You know,
0: if you've identified that the surrounding communities aren't keeping their hedgehog problem in check it's the only thing you can do for your citizens we need a wall we need a really tall wall because it's got to at least be and it's got to be like super thick too preferably like reinforced with steel and everything because like once they hit their full speed of like 120 miles per hour when they curl up a school bus size hedgehog is going to do a lot of damage
1: here's the thing though right those motherfuckers can jump and climb and dig. So I don't think the wall's gonna cut it. I think you have to go full hermetic sphere on this bad boy. Yeah, you're right. Just like ten miles high up and down. Just encapsulate yourselves.
0: Yes, make a make a sphere of safety. And just have your little your little safe zone and you know what? Your hedgehog problem will solve itself then, because once you've got a quarantine down, you know, it's just a matter of making sure your landfills are clean. You're definitely going to have to dig all those up and throw all the garbage outside into the other communities. But
1: Which, you know, I think, as we've established, are garbage. So, like, yeah, fuck
0: them. Yeah, I mean, they put their negative externalities all over us, so we'll give them a few negative externalities back. That's called a net neutral, because a negative times a negative is a positive. So it's actually a net positive. I thought
1: it was (laughs) called payback, motherfucker.
0: Which is always positive. So yeah, lesson here is if you're worried about your neighbors causing problems, shut yourself off and start throwing garbage at them.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was one of the commandments. There's a lot of neighbor talk in those. And I, I think if your neighbor's putting shit in your yard, seal thyself off and shit back at them. Yeah, I mean, it seems like something God would want us to do. I think so. Yeah. I think God's uh God's on our side on this on this solution and I think on every solution. Excellent. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm not seeing uh Bucky uh anywhere. I think he's he's still kind of circling around the cul-de-sac. I I can hear like the the shattering of glass and the the screaming of misbegotten neighbors. Man, he's a couple blocks over, so.
0: He's still on that old creepy mansion. <laughs> jeez, I get. Has he not moved on? I know, he hasn't. No, he's still wow. hidden that mansion. Oh <laughs> shit! Our neighbor's actually coming out. Oh, jeez, that's a creepy dude. He's got like black cloak. He's slowly raising his arm. He's just pointing at the kid.
1: Oh, that's really weird. Yeah, he's. Dude that. That guy is so pale. I don't think he gets out very much. No.
0: Also, I think of newspaper just flew directly through him as if he was gaseous form. Shit, man. I, mean,
1: I don't know why you have to bring that up. That, that's a little bit discriminatory view. But like that dude is straight creepy.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, Bucky, Bucky's pretty freaked out by all that pointing. He's he's just he's just pedaling away. He won't be back for a little while to give us our next delivery of mail on the hour every hour the twenty four hour news cycle in print.
1: Well, uh. Yeah, since we got some time to kill, I, I think now would be a great time to, to tell all the listeners about our, our sponsor this week, right? Ooh, sounds like a great idea. You've tried Blue Apron, but have you ever
0: thought, Damn, these meals are just too worldly and wholesome for my stoned-ass self. Well, then Green Apron is the service for you.
1: Sign up for a subscription, and they'll send a weekly box of recipes straight to your door, with everything you need to make the kind of bizarro flavor and texture combinations your high body needs. Try out such tongue-moistening
0: recipes as poached potato chips with ketchup Thousand Island dressing, day-old fried chicken drizzled with a balsamic 7-Up reduction, mini pickle pies with a Pop-Tart, and chocolate-sprinkled scurrumble.
1: Mmm, cause scrumble sounds amazing.
0: <laughs> Scrumbles are always my favorite, you know?
1: Uh, you know, there's not a day that goes by that I don't, you know look at myself at 12.31 in the morning and go, hmm, I could go for some fucking Scrumble.
0: And Green Apron's got your back when Scrumble's concerned.
1: <laughs> yeah. We've checked. Out of the uh, the five recipe subscription boxes we checked, Green Apron is the only one with hot, fresh Scrumble. <laughs> and that's not all. Oh? If you... <laughs> I'm sorry. I just stepped on a dog's tail. <laughs>
0: There are a lot of rabid dogs still surrounding our studio.
1: <laughs> and occasionally they get in, and then we do have to kick them until they leave, so, I'm so- sorry about that, listeners. But no, um, they-, they have an even better deal than that, because if you sign up for Green Apron right now using the offer code HYPOCRISY, they'll send you a special promo recipe with your first box. A human hand. An actual, freshly removed human hand sent directly to you along with the directions on how to prepare and consume said human hand. Mmm, yummy.
0: Man, you just can't get recipes like that with other apron themed competitors to Green Apron.
1: Who shall go unnamed? Um, But you know who you are. Gotta step up your game.
0: Get on our level. God, there's
1: glass in my eye. Jesus Christ, Bucky.
0: Cool it with the newspapers in the window. Do you think Bucky does it for, does it to us for purpose because we make him carry so many newspapers? We've subscribed to way too many things.
1: And we don't let him throw them all at us at once. We do have him complete a separate cycle of the neighborhood for every newspaper he delivers to our house, so...
0: And with all the hazards on the road, you know, I, I don't know, I just... I worry about him sometimes.
1: Yeah, I mean... Maybe we've put him, you know, through too much. Maybe we should try and call him back in and, 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 you know, make it up to him somehow.
0: Yeah, you know what? Let's let's invite him in for some soda pop.
1: All right. Hey. Hey,
0: Bucky. Wait. Hey, Hey. Bucky, come over here.
1: We got, we'll, we'll, do you want some soda pop? Yeah. We'll kick it. Yeah, we're we're cool. Come hang with us, Bucky. We're we're hip to the kids.
0: He's heading our way, you know? We're not that much older than Bucky. Like, he's in college. (laughs) Don't make it sound creepy. Wait, no, Bucky! Look out! Look out, there's a drunk
1: wandering through the middle of the street right into your path. Oh god! Oh god! Oh, thank god, he managed to swerve away. He's he's safe. Oh shit. Oh no! You're gonna hit that fire hydrant!
0: Oh, he jumped it. Bucky, impressive,
1: impressive. Damn, oh. look at Bucky's skills.
0: Uh-oh, uh, he's heading he's heading towards a construction site, though. There's a workman with a jackhammer.
1: Oh god, oh no, I can't watch! Oh. Is it over? Wow, yeah, he swerved around that at the last second. Oh, fuck yes, Bucky! Oh, oh he's gonna make it! He's, he's, he's right by our door! Bucky, Bucky, come oh. in, my boy, come in!
0: No, not the miniature tornado! Oh. He got oh all turned around! He's heading down the cul-de-sac! It's all downhill from here, he's not gonna be able to stop. He's heading straight to the creepy house he was just vandalizing. Oh my god, the door's opening!
1: Oh no. The neighbor's
0: coming out! Oh, Oh he's doing that pointing thing again. His eyes burn with a thousand hellfires! Holy shit! He's just opened his maw wide, and... What's that? (laughs) Christ, that's unsettling.
1: Oh man. No, no, Bucky, don't go towards him. That dude's a straight creep. He's- it's, Bucky, what are you doing? He can't help
0: it. He's just- He's picked up too much speed. He's lost control. His chain's flown off. Oh, Bucky, all you can do is steer now. I'm constantly moving forward. Oh, look out. There's two men punching each other in the
1: face. They've just broken out in a fight in someone's front yard. Oh, it's okay. He slid under them. Just like straight between their legs. Oh, man, Bucky, you still got it, kid. Yeah. You still got it. You're gonna make it. <sighs>
0: We're rooting for you. We're rooting for you, Bucky. Oh. Oh, no. Don't run over that brake dancer, though. He's doing the worm. You can't jump that. You can't jump that. There's no way you can get the timing. Oh, my God. He did.
1: When will you learn, Ryan? You have to believe in Bucky. I believe in Bucky. Oh, wait. No, no. Shit. He hits a toy. A tiny toy RC car. Oh, no. His tire's he, blown out. He's just fallen. He's just fallen. And, and I think... Yeah, that's a lot of blood. I think Bucky's dead No I No, I he he's twitching a little.
0: Yeah, he's starting to get up. Oh no. Miss Jenkins lost control of her lawnmower again. She's so frail! Oh jeez! No. Oh, oh, oh Bucky, no! on yourself trick. aside! Oh,
1: Bucky no! Man. Oh. oh god! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bucky, no. Oh my god, that was literally the most gruesome thing I've ever w- <clears> have <throat> ever oh, witnessed <sighs> oh my god I oh I need oh, I need a ball after that one sec
1: oh. listeners I-, I turn us off if you can't handle the-, the description that I'm about to offer you but there are pieces of of skin and and viscera and and propeller baseball cap scattered. All across the street. It is a gruesome sight. Oh, the humanity! Ha-
0: like, uh. have you ever seen like a like a snowblower? Imagine that for <laughs> bits of bits of Bucky.
1: Yeah, just just imagine a snowblower, but like for dudes. And the uh,
0: and the neighbor has uh, drifted forward. Does not look like he's walking. Uh, he's he's about a foot off the ground. I see, and he's pulling what looks like a human soul out of Bucky. Huh. And stuffing it in his mouth.
1: Well, all right. You gotta, you gotta what? Reuse and recycle, yeah. I guess. Yeah. You gotta use every part of the paper boy. He he actually
0: is. He's he's now sucking in all the bits of Bucky, and he, he's just going back inside. He's just gone back into his into his home.
1: All right, you just you just took Bucky. Okay. <laughs> Do you think we uh, should report that to, like, the Homeowners Association or something? Like,
0: you know, other people probably saw it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, if it's a a problem, someone else will do it. We're fine. We're fine.
0: Yeah, that's the benefit of living in a neighborhood, is you can count on at least one of your neighbors to care enough to deal with all the problems.
1: Right, like cleaning up the the violently dissected uh, young adult. Exactly. In the street. And um That neighbor was just performing their civic duty, really. Yeah,
0: and it gives us the time and energy to focus on problems for you.
1: Oh and hey, look at this on the floor. In his last breath, Bucky actually threw one more problem through our window. Oh my goodness. You know, he Bucky he had his faults, but my god, he was a damn good paper boy. Alright, so so what's it say? All
0: right, um, in this case, a New York man was struck by lightning. Seems pretty run-of-the-mill, right? You know, people always walking with umbrellas and thunderstorms, playing golf and sure. thunderstorms, riding horses and thunderstorms, walking think along... think people would learn. <laughs> rock climbing and thunderstorms. I'm not done yet. <laughs> no, I'm done. Um, you, you may continue.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd think people would just realize that, like, thunderstorms in general bad news yeah stay inside you know get a massage practice your ikebana work in your office work in your office you got a home office or even stay at work a bit longer don't go out into that thunderstorm because you will most of the time get struck by lightning yep now just how it goes
0: here's the kicker though this guy was in his office (laughs) the fuck yeah he did everything right and lightning still
1: hit him jesus and I, I mean that like literally, like I think this this had to have been the work of a god or god, right? Like
0: Yeah, like like something something divine we, happened here, clearly.
1: We know the rules. If you're inside, you don't get hit by lightning. That is like step one of being alive.
0: There is no way science could possibly disprove that.
1: No, I, I think science has proven it time and time again. There, there are studies from, like, official people.
0: Yeah, no, this shit just blew my whole concept of reality wide fucking open. Like, not, not only is there some kind of god out there, but it hates us.
1: Now, I, I, we shouldn't be jumping to conclusions here. We have no proof that the god who definitely exists hates us we just know that it definitely hates nick Gumnail of rochester new york
0: truth you're right oh my goodness that actually i was freaking out for a second and then that just took a huge weight off my shoulders you know and i'm sure i'm sure a lot of you out there were also freaking out along with me right there and now we can all breathe easy knowing that whatever divine being is out there it it's loading all of its hate clearly onto one person
1: yeah, I mean, if it hated us, we would also get struck by lightning indoors, right? It's an omnipotent being; it has all the lightning at once. So, since it is only striking this dude, it it's fine with us. It fucking hates this guy. Yeah,
0: exactly. You know, I think I think this uh this goes into this kind of whole like live and let live you know kind of philosophy with deities. You know, now I know. You and I know this, but our listeners might not know this. But uh, John and I are both very, very well read in lots of laws that were based on the concept of there being divine beings. We were just like, eh, we haven't seen proof of them yet, so we're gonna go with like the laws
1: that we currently can be punished by, right? Because we're very systemically minded, as we know. You know, we're gonna fit to the the rule set that that we know applies
0: if the if the government says so that's how it is it's the authoritarian dream
1: and also highly accurate so um i'm not sure there's a problem here actually i i i was a little as you said there was an existential problem um but like many of these ecumenical matters like i think what you, you just need to sit down and think about it and come to like a terms that you're happy with so like yeah there's a god that freaked me out But now I've thought about it, and God might not love me, but God tolerates me. And I have proof of that. Because God fucking hates Nick Ganael of Rochester, New York.
0: And now we know exactly how they express that. By striking you with lightning while you're indoors on a clear sunny day.
1: Yes, I think, like i don't want to sound full of myself but i think in this case our our listeners need to thank us for going above and beyond because normally on the hypocrisy podcast we are content to propose the solutions to problems knowing that we are not the ones with with the means to actually solve them in this case we have live on air solved this problem for everyone listening because now they too can bask in this sort of liberating knowledge that we have
0: yeah and that we have no power over the greater forces that surround us, and we should just submit to them.
1: Yeah, and, you know, if you accidentally violate whatever highly specific commandment has made it so that God only hates this one dude, uh, then that's tough luck. But, like, you really had no way of knowing. So just be your best self, and things will work out. Unless you break that one highly specific commandment, then, and I cannot stress this enough, then you are fucked.
0: Yeah. And really, like, Whatever, this can be applied to many other things in your life, too. You know, whatever government you live under or, like, workplace you work at, if, if you're tolerated,
1: why shake the boat?
0: Yeah. Just don't fuck up. They're weird, highly specific rules that you might not remember.
1: Or have ever been privileged to. <laughs> uh, I, I think we knocked that one out of the park. Yep. Nailed it. <sighs> so here's the problem, though, right? Bucky is dead But he's only, despite his best efforts Only managed to deliver us two problems
0: Yeah, we need a third problem Otherwise The rabid dogs won't Go to sleep and then let us leave <laughs> We'll be stuck in here and I didn't bring any food Um, Wait a minute Our, na- our, our, our neighbor's coming out again Who I'm dead certain is the Grim Reaper now um, And yep He's floating back uh, he's- he's coming back to our cul-de-sac, uh, his maw, his ma is widening, gaping ever wider.
1: Oh god, what's- what's in there? It's- it looks like- like a human
0: head covered in, like, blood.
1: Oh my god. Oh,
0: it's- there's like muscle forming over it now, now skin. And it's cra- oh, it's like a human figure crawling out of out of the Reaper's mouth. Oh, oh! It just dropped on the ground. And it's curled up. It's like a nude human human young adult. Oh. And no, it's growing clothes and a little a little pr- propeller hat.
1: Okay. So this is disgusting, but this kid looks kind of rad. Yeah, this is, this isn't Bucky. See those sunglasses he's wearing? Yeah, this is definitely not Bucky. I think that kid is wearing Heelys.
0: Oh yeah, he's not, he's not even using a bike. He's delivering newspapers. He's just, he, he just got up. He was just birthed from the Grim Reaper. And he he immediately did like a backflip onto his Heelys and started rolling around the neighborhood, effortlessly dodging all obstacles in his way and landing every single newspaper on the front doormat,
1: flawlessly. And he's still, like, there's a couple houses that don't subscribe to any papers and he is still unrepentantly fucking them up, but with, like, such speed and elegance. Exactly, and his spray paint, it's,
0: it's not obscene, it's, like, tactful but cutting. My God. Yeah, I'm Chaz. I know. Chaz out. <gasps> oh my God. Oh my, oh my goodness. Hi, Chaz. Here, I'll just go up to the front door and open it up and just pick up my newspaper.
1: Oh, wow. do not
0: come in the window.
1: You know, I... That is oddly less convenient somehow. Yeah, like coming through the window, it it, it was right here, so that was, that, that was pretty good. But holy fuck, Chaz, my heart's a flutter. I
0: know, man.
1: Oh. it's and again, it, it's important to to specify he is not so young that this is weird.
0: Yeah, not at all. He, he's he's no. definitely at least twenty three. Just so you know, <laughs> just we're putting it out there. Like I don't care if we just witnessed him be birthed he's he's clearly a 23 year old male
1: yeah he's he, bucky chas nay bucky has definitely he's gained a few years he's sort of like like uh you know toned out it's like a like a good
0: jerky wait i'm sorry you you said like a weird name like it sounded like something from like a 50s sitcom bucky yeah what yeah like why'd you say bucky when you're talking why, why, about chas
1: why did i say bucky that's really weird. <laughs> oh, whatever. Um, Huh. Yeah, okay. That was strange.
0: I got flip through the obituaries. Huh.
1: This is this is
0: a weird obituary. Huh. Some kid named Bucky. What? Yeah, well, he was like 23. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Definitely 23. <laughs> which, you know, it's less weird that he's dying when he's 23 as opposed to like under 18. Um. But this obituary, instead of having anything about this kid... It just has a series of numbers, followed by three letters. And then under that, the words "road paved with clamshells" emits stench, becomes infested with maggots. Huh. This obituary,
1: delivered by Chaz, had a problem in it. Chaz knew. Oh, Chaz! Chaz is the best. And um, what did you say the name on it was?
0: It was. It was just like a bunch of uh, Bucky oh yeah it's kind of tragic that's, cut down that's weird in the prime of life
1: that's like what i just said that's huh. yeah coincidences I, yeah they happen all the I'm time crazy i guess so there's no other reason i would have said bucky yep uh, all right so so chas has has i mean amazingly because like we've never talked to him you know as much as i'd like he to. modified Chaz a, has
0: oh sorry he modified a kid's obituary for us
1: he's a sweetheart uh okay so a road was paved with clamshells um by a a member of a small rhode island community i I guess he was like i'm gonna try and make this place kind of like artsy yeah no i like
0: that i like that concept
1: it's, it's sort of like a an arts and crafts vibe to bring to your you know your urban infrastructure but
0: exactly exactly
1: it's Rhode Island. I, I can see it working. They're sort of like a like a seafood kind of place. Yeah, they got lots of unwashed um, clamshells. shells. R- right, because this I guess proved to be the problem. Is it? It turns out before you cement uh, the corpse of an animal into your road in front of your house, you should make sure it's not covered in any kind of like putrid or putrefying flesh.
0: Yes. Yeah, you gotta remove the flesh if you want to cover your your driveway in clam bones.
1: This is, I think, like a a a pretty common amateur mistake, right? When it comes to DIY projects, like I've definitely tried to construct uh, like a, a fox fur coat once by just sort of like stabbing a fox repeatedly in the head oh. and then sort of like draping its its carcass around me
0: before memorial day no less my it, goodness
1: uh, <laughs> it was very tacky i wasn't the the fashion fashion savant that i am now but um
0: <laughs> but yeah no no i don't worry everyone's been there even i've been there
1: oh really yeah
0: yeah um one time i I, you know, I wanted this really classy, like, vibe around my place, so I wanted to mount a, uh, like, a raccoon head over my fireplace, right? Oh. Yeah, I did not clean that motherfucker. Classy
1: and unnerving. Yeah,
0: not, I did not taxidermy that guy, though, first. Mm. And, you know, it eventually became just this constant source of, weirdly enough, the same kind of maggots that were infesting this clam
1: driveway. Sure, I think, like, corpse maggots, you know, your standard corpse variety of maggot. Exactly. They just
0: come up anywhere. Um, But, you know, like, clearly this person's got to stop, and they must be stopped. And what we're doing today is this is a problem that I don't think we need to solve so much as we need to highlight an extremely effective solution that the good people of rhode island are taking care of
1: uh and what 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 is that a solution to
0: their solution is passive aggression
1: ah
0: which is the best thing to bring a community together against a single person who once again is getting their negative externalities all up in your business it's like an inverse of our first problem, we've come full circle, yin and yang.
1: That's the kind of thematic consistency you can come to expect from the Hypocrisy podcast. Exactly. So in this situation, as opposed to
0: having, you know, one person doing everything right, being surrounded by a bunch of negative externalities and needing to seal off, you got a bunch of normal people who are just doing their mutual externality bullshit, and you got one big ol' negative externality in the middle of your town.
1: Yeah, so I mean it says that they've been they've been solving this by putting up signs including honk if it stinks. So like these guys are showing some really prime passive aggression where they're not just sort of polluting the the environment so that like every time he goes to work or mows the lawn he sees visual evidence of his neighbor's hatred for him, but also like if he's trying to go to bed or make a peanut butter sandwich or make love or make love to his peanut butter sandwich like they're driving in the in the street just like honk honk fuck you
0: you know the best kind of passive aggression is passive aggression where you're inconveniencing yourself as well like this brave martyr of a neighbor put up a sign that would cause severe noise problems for themselves but they also know they're right next door to that clam fucker.
1: Yeah, it's it's an acceptable loss. They got to uh, you know they've got to show that they've got some skin in the game, right? That they're, they're not just gonna sort of like give this guy side eye and move on. They're committed.
0: When a community is coming together to form a passive aggression cabal, it's important that everybody is willing to give up as much as they can to help the community be a dick to this one person.
1: Yeah, it's, it's like joining a union, right? It's like you've got to pay your dues, you've got to attend meetings, but together you'll be able to do something great. Like really, like viscerally upset your particular neighbor who you dislike.
0: And eventually they'll have to change their problem, you know, because you will continue to put more negative externalities on them. And there's a lot more of you than them. And you can kind of strong arm them into making the changes that you want to make now this only works in extreme cases like this you know because you you need everybody on board you need the problem to be so bad that everybody in the community is putting up signs that just say hurtful things without directly addressing the person like some neighbors have bad hairdo's and they know who you're talking about. Or like I don't I don't wanna throw shade, but some people don't know how to dress. That's another good sign, if you need more sign ideas.
1: Yeah, damn man, I am I gonna have to stay on your good side because I am seriously concerned about what you could do to my emotional well being. You are playing with fire, sir. Anyway, I, I think like the takeaway from this this story is very much like the the previous problem we solved which is that it's uh one i mean obviously massive organized uh passive aggression on a community scale is very effective but everyone already knew that um i think the real takeaway is again just that everyone can feel good about themselves if they are not currently the target of, of one of these sort of like suburban pogroms you know exactly
0: you're you're actually contributing to the community together and collaboration feels great and passive aggression feels
1: great i mean so much so that to the point of like i'm not sure if you even do need a problem this big like maybe it's worth it um for sort of like the team and community building properties to just do this like once a year, once every six months, you know? In in your neighborhood, at work, just as like a team building exercise. Just like, hey, let's just try and ostracize Tim so much that he just has to change his life. That like we've just destroyed him.
0: Okay. That screams abusable. Which good heart I, I understand you're coming from a good place, you know? You you've got a big heart, Johnny boy. But like, I gotta be honest. People are going to take advantage of that to do bigoted bullshit all the time. You know that, right?
1: Oh, fuck. Everything is ruined by bigots every time.
0: Every single good thing that we suggest, bigots show up and are, like, shitting on it. I don't want to just generalize a whole group of people, so I'm not going to mention them. But there's a certain category of people who I don't want to hear from on Twitter. That was some great a it's... passive aggression, by the way, coming together as a community <laughs> to ostracize an individual. Um, in, in this case, the individual is all
1: bigots everywhere. Yes. Okay.
0: <laughs> so I, I propose, though, that we foolproof this legislation. Um, I'm, I'm drafting the bill right now, and I'm putting in a special clause that says the person that we ostracize is picked through a lottery system.
1: I like it. It's sort of like the Hunger Games, but more high school.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It's like if young adult fiction were actually written for young adults. Like Chaz. <laughs> Good old Chaz. Oh,
0: man. Speaking of which, now that we've really, like, showcased this amazing solution, um,
1: I wonder, I wonder where Chaz is right now. Yeah, I mean, th- do you think he wants to, like, hang out tonight or something? Maybe. Oh, and Chaz
0: actually uh, gave me his digits along with the newspaper.
1: Oh, nice. We got our green apron order?
0: Yeah. He also gave me his phone number.
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, sweet. Well, y- you should uh, hit him up, and uh, we'll we'll see if he wants to hang out. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Just text him. He's down. Let's go.
1: Nice. Chaz is the best. Uh, well, okay. Well, we should wrap up, because it would be so embarrassing if Chaz comes over and we're podcasting. <laughs>
0: yeah, seriously.
1: Think we're a bunch of nerds, um, so I think that's that's it for hypocrisy for this time, right? We've solved some good problems. Um, we'll be back in a couple weeks. If people want to hit us up in the meantime, maybe like show us some problems that they want solved, or uh, just thank us for uh, you know both proving the existence of God and letting them know that he's kind of chill with them. Like, how how would they reach out to us to do that? Yeah,
0: so you can find us on Twitter at Hypocrisy. Or we do have a website uh, yeah, where we put all of our uh, important information and mostly just our podcast, um, but you can find that at hypocrisy.zone.
1: Yeah, it's a shame that we can't because we don't have a computer anymore. But um, You can. I'm, I'm sure people, yeah, you can. I'm sure people really like the, uh, the site. Uh, we, of course, we also have to thank Seth Boyer for the use of our theme song, We All Out Here, from the album Get Wrecked. You can check that out on bandcam.com. It's a great song. Thank you, Seth. Yeah,
0: thanks, Seth. It's
1: real good. Dude, I think it's Chaz! Oh I didn't get dressed. Oh god, oh my god. Oh, it's okay. Oh my god. Chaz is
0: cool with you as you are. Hey Chaz Hey Chaz Let's play some Mario Kart.
1: Every day it's just a and we're just rolling shit up hell What the nice- Make something beautiful, beautiful. out here in this mess Together and we're all gonna die So hollow oh, closer with friends And family will scream are you typing or just masturbating really quickly (laughs) with my metal cock (laughs) click 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 click